0: Look, I've been a restaurant consultant for probably as long as I've been a chef, you know. Uh I've been a chef for 23 years at this Man, point.
1: Man, you you oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know what I'm <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: And
0: um yeah, and, and you know, and and even with the the being a chef, you know, you you start to consult in different levels. And mm. I, I touched another level of you know, reach into that that restaurant consultant status um, by being a business owner. And I didn't realize it. Right. No. Um, you can't properly be a consultant for someone unless you've owned your own business, because it's different spending other people's money. But when you're spending your own money, it gives you a whole new perspective on how to advise.
2: Yes, yeah, that
1: sounds like um, now I ain't gonna even say that because I don't want to have no beef with you, yeah. Yo, about what no, you no, go for it. How about I say it sound like um, remember, 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 um, bubble gump, we <laughs> was name yeah, exactly, it, exactly, 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 uh, Creole
2: shrimp,
0: <laughs> <laughs> rock shrimp. <Janella.
1: laughs> yeah, I just learned way too much about coffee just time in five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> how the altitude, the fat content. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we we are taught to be cautionary. I mean, every every piece of our dealings with our children and our parents, you know, has been an etiquette lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, speak this way, walk this way, uh, stand this way. You know, uh, and it's to mimic. I almost I almost call it like slave etiquette, right? It's it's uh-huh. to mimic white people. Uh-huh. It's it's to mimic how we or how they do things, you know? Uh I can remember sitting at the table when I was uh younger listening to my aunt on business calls and her voice was so different when you yeah, know, I, she was the, on the, the
1: call. interview voice. That's yeah,
0: what I, Yeah, yeah. I Hi. Yeah, this is Kim, you know, and it was just it was it was so different, you know, than how mm-hmm. I'm normally spoken I'm laughing. And she told me, she said, "You laughing? But you, it's gonna be you one day." And you know, yeah, you're a kid, so you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 whatever, you know. But um, but it it, it has been, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, my whole life I've been told, uh, people shouldn't be able to tell where you're from. They mm-hmm. should be able to, you know, they could guess a region based on you know vocabulary and how you say. And pronounce letters and vowels and things like that but they shouldn't be able to pinpoint where you're from and mm-hmm. so people hear me speak and then like, i didn't think you was from new orleans you don't sound like you are from new orleans but you go mm-hmm. me on the phone my mama or you know anybody else and i almost sound like i'm from new orleans because you know you just mm-hmm. it's almost like our own code switching but you know yeah. it's like somebody speaking in a different language you know they're at the grocery store and you hear them interacting and they're speaking in their own language and, you know and then they talk to you and it sounds like they straight up American you know but yeah. you know, it, it, it is we do it in every single culture but I think for us it's a little taboo you know mm-hmm. it, it it it's something that we haven't um what's the word I'm looking for in in the land of the free we haven't really grasped the the thought that it's okay you know mm-hmm. this is it's fine it it this is the universal language right now is apparently English, you know, all across the world. People learn their native tongue and then English, you know, and that's the, the language of business is what they call it in other countries. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is it has become something else. Mm-hmm. And that cautionary tale is taught to us, you know, how to act around other people, not to, you know, act so hood, not to, you know, act ourselves. Don't don't. And what they say, don't be laughing loud. You know what
2: no, no. <laughs> I'm doing? All that loud laughing. You know, don't be doing all that loud talking. Don't be acting ignorant. I'm
0: I'm not a proponent for um uh, business plans, right? Because I think business plans are a big wash, right? If you if you got enough time to put in writing all the things that you could possibly think of about your business you've been thinking about it for far too long Uh right yeah because you're never gonna know until you jump into it
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: it's murphy's law every single day with the business Mm something whatever can go wrong will go wrong but you your ability ability to adapt and change uh to you know what you need at that moment is whether it's it's
2: the, the the uh equation on
1: whether you succeed or fail absolutely and I, I tell people all the time and they look at me crazy i be like um i'm not a big fan of uh, i didn't i didn't know we had that in common i'm not a big fan of um business plans, business plans? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I say you should have like a, a mission statement if that and just have like a broad general idea of where you want to go but you're not going to know how you're going to get there yeah, exactly. It, it, like you know, and, and you don't know if that's gonna change where you want to go. Like, so I said I get, I tell everybody like Amazon started off just selling books online. Now that's look, at it. and I, Netflix I'm pretty
0: sent them out via CD, via and CD. DVD, DVD. So
1: <laughs> and I'm, and I'm pretty sure if in in their honest moments, I haven't read any of their interviews. Or anything, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, what's the Amazon? Um, Bezos. I'm Bezo. pretty sure. <laughs> this wasn't his vision of for Amazon absolutely not yeah if he he said that he's lying he's lying
0: (laughs) he he is lying yeah Yeah, yeah. he's hopped on opportunity after opportunity
2: opportunity. yeah
0: and that's what you got to do you got to be able to uh willing to adjust and scale as needed
2: yeah
1: What's going on, world? Welcome to another week, another episode of Read the Fine Print the Show. I am your host, Detravius Bathia. I hope you are enjoying your life. I hope you are healthy in this in these COVID times. But I am also glad that you are here with me to listen to this podcast. Yes, another podcast. This podcast is with Burt Dumas. He is the owner of Maison Bertrand. He's a chef. He's an entrepreneur. He's a business owner. In this episode, we talked about, you know, things that people don't talk about when they run in a business. We talked about partnerships. We talked about exit strategies. We talked about growing. We talked about buying the business. Amongst many other things. And um, uh, you know, we we got into some politics. Um, this episode was recorded a while ago, so it's not current with the politics, but the politics are relevant so um, please sit back and enjoy and if you like this podcast please like rate review subscribe share and if you find it in your heart please become a supporter by donating or being like a quote-unquote producer of the show all right until the next time peace State your name for the record.
0: You know, my name is Bert Dumas, uh, AWOL chef, dedicated father, and uh, native New Orleanian. That's this, that's about it, man. That sums it up.
1: That's it. You said an AWOL chef,
0: AWOL chef, bro.
1: Explain that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, away without leave, right? Away without know, leave, uh, okay. but um, you know, I kind of uh created my own path on, on, in the culinary industry and. You know while i'm formally trained as a uh, as a chef um it i i'm still doing it but not in the typical way gotcha you. so you know i'm so, away yeah. without leave.
1: Got gotcha so give give the listeners a little bit you said about you say you're from the new orleans you're from new orleans probably yeah you're from the magnolia no 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> no 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 no, no n-o-l-a that's you know yeah oh, the nola. <laughs>
1: okay i thought you were saying the magnolia you know you know uh little wayne and i'll be screaming that out yeah so, they do so, i'm
0: not I'm, I'm not from the no yeah you know not not, nothing you wrong from. with it but i'm yeah. not nah, that ain't
1: mm-mm. yeah so you you officially new orleans like for real for real not for real, on, for real, for real. not from the uh you new orleans proper
0: i'm new orleans proper okay new orleans proper.
1: so what, what did your parents do for a living uh
0: my mother has worked for at&t for Longer than I can remember, uh before it was even AT and T, or, or before they merged with South Central Bell. Uh And my dad works at the post office and has been a, a mail carrier for again as long as I can remember. So,
1: oh man, that's that's interesting. I, I wasn't expecting that answer, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so your pops was a civil servant, or still is a civil servant?
0: Is. refuses to retire too. Call him. So how is he dealing with this
1: uh, this Trump thing? Trump threatening to shut down. The- oh
0: man, my my, my dad is a, a man of few words, so okay, yeah, uh, he just he he might you know make a face and a sound and you know just shake his head. That's that's kind of what he. Uh, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh,
2: oh
1: man, that's hilarious.
0: You know, we, we definitely have a. uh pictures in the house of you know uncle barack and uh auntie michelle so oh, that's what's that, up. that'll tell you all you need to know about how you feel it's about number 45
1: number 45 that's what's <laughs> up this goes up so how, how did you uh come to the chef business or becoming the chef
0: uh much to my parents chagrin uh you know i i just kind of fell into it i mean i've always loved food mm-hmm. and so it wasn't a wasn't a thing about finding a passion it was just I love it. I actually went to school for physical therapy um, at, at H.U.
1: H.U. But, you know, <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, let's be clear. The real
1: H.U. The High real H.U. Howard University. Howard University. Yeah, University yeah, yeah.
0: Don't, don't, don't come in with that handsome job. You know, <laughs> the H.I.U.
1: People.
0: H.I.U. Exactly. No, yeah. uh, no. Nah, nah, but um, yeah, I, I went to school for physical therapy. That was the plan to, to uh, you know, su- surprisingly, my life's plan, as I said, it was going to be. i'm going to school physical therapy after i finish that i'm gonna get my doctorate in physical therapy
2: Uh
0: Uh, i'm gonna go to medical school for uh neuroscience and and, uh, neurosurgery actually and uh so that way i could correct people both neurologically and you know physically Uh exercise so that was the plan
1: that was the plan so what happened
0: (laughs) Well, you know, God says I'm different. So, you know, <laughs> you, know they say when you when you when you got a plane, you tell God and watch him laugh, you know? Yeah. Or make yeah. God laugh. But I mean that's that's kinda what it is. It you know, I, I, I fell into the cooking thing, I loved it. Um and I I just said you know, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I, I went to the culinary school after I graduated from uh from college and um you know it was it was the best and the worst thing I could have probably done, you know. It's um, because, you know, it, it taught me, it helped me hone my skills. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really say it. It taught me very little, you know, uh, mm-hmm. about the arts. I'm a formerly trained pastry chef. Um, so, okay. you know, uh, the savory comes from, from home. You know, that's okay. the, the, the cooking side. That's that's innate. You know, you're born with that, you know. Yeah. Uh, the pastry chef, they, they definitely helped me hone the skills to, um to do different things and learn about the processes uh, of pastry and the pastry business and all that stuff so you know that's 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 how i fell into it man and it's just been a roller coaster ride ever since you know, just every opportunity i've had i've i've done a lot you know just to say um you know just i guess just to put it out there i mean i've done a lot in in the short span of time i've had on this earth you know
1: got you and why you say it was the worst thing that you ever did
0: uh well you know I was single you know and you 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 go to a school with you know all these beautiful ladies and beautiful mm. people and you realize that you have already graduated from college and you don't know just by looks how old these people are
1: Got you got
0: No that was but that that, that was a funny part but I mean um I mean these people were considerably younger than me you know I and you know I look, I caught a glance at one girl uh you know uh license when she was at the registration thing and i was like "Ooh, statutory i can't (laughs) i can't i can't i can't (laughs) but but the the worst thing was you know just the money you know the the money to spend to go to culinary school uh, i just didn't feel like it was worth the money i spent
2: gotcha what
1: what what, uh culinary school you gonna throw them under the bus or not?
0: no no no, no. I, I i'm not gonna throw under the bus i'm gonna I'm, okay. I'm gonna let him go i'm gonna let him go okay let him go. i ain't gonna say it i ain't gonna say it i'm gonna okay. leave it out there but,
1: you know. cool and <laughs> doom that's a famous last name any relations to alexander alexander dumas
0: uh relatively yes i i i don't i don't see any of the dollars and then the coins you know what i'm saying but you know <laughs> explain,
1: explain their relation relationship.
0: (laughs) I don't know how I don't know the direct lineage um you know to it but uh you know we have Haitian background uh in our in our uh family. I don't know if you know but Alexander Dumas actually used to be
1: Dumas my bad. You you, so you say Dumas though, right?
0: Yeah, Dumas, Dumas. It just depends on how uh Francophilic you want to be. Gotcha. You know, um if you wanna be a little bougie, you know you put that uh that that french spin on it you know don't yeah. pronounce the s yeah but uh you know we, we ain't bougie you know the yeah. bourgeois you know yeah. bourgeois. Is, we down to earth folk you know okay Dooms, okay you know, just okay just don't call me a dumb <laughs> <laughs>
1: got you i'm not gonna call you
0: that no 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 i i i find some humor in it sometimes especially a, a commercial that was out there once before it was by far the best commercial i've ever seen in my life
1: yeah yeah. See, okay. you was going into it though. But go ahead. My yeah, bad. I yeah. cut the, you off.
0: Um, you know, the, the 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 Haitian background is is there, and he took his grandmother's last name. So you know, because uh, his father wasn't in the picture. Okay. And so um, you know, he adopted uh, his grandmother's last name. So I don't necessarily know how that that loops in. You know. Okay. He, he lived in in France for a very long time. So uh, you know, I haven't gotten back that far to the 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 lineage.
1: To
2: okay. See
0: exactly how he connects, you know, to the the Dumas name. Okay. But um, you know, I do know that it is in there somewhere.
1: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So how was it growing up in New Orleans? Because as a North easterner I guess that's the terminology.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My introduction,
1: uh, to to New Orleans was um, Master P, and the No Limits.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, and that was around the time. You know, when we was we was really bumping and banging to it, but. Yeah. Um, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't anything different than any other city living you know, okay um, we don't really learn about our our you know new excuse me, excuse me our our thank you our um New Orleans specialness until we actually leave New Orleans you know we don't know oh, that like Louisiana is special
1: until we get out of it. It's like most places huh yeah, you don't it really. Is. Know.
0: It is. You don't miss it till you go, you know, Yeah. and uh, it, it's forever home. So, you know, you never lay claim to any place else. It doesn't matter where you live. New Orleans is always home or Louisiana is always home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it was fun, man. It was fun. And and definitely now I'm enjoying it more. Just even learning about, uh, you know, our history and our culture in Louisiana. It's just it's one of a kind. And especially here within America, I mean, it has a, a culture, you know, not like any other place
1: mm-hmm.
0: or uh, state or city, you know, in the United States of
2: America.
1: Yeah, even from a legal perspective, they, uh, their laws. So outside of um, Louisiana, mm. the US laws is basically from like the UK, basically. Um, but uh, Louisiana comes from the French. So they have a different, mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a whole different, like, approach to the law i mean it's similar but it's, it's similar it's but it is different definitely different. yeah and it's like um like even from a legal perspective it's, it's a it's its own little some of
0: it's a little antiquated too i mean yeah i mean
1: yeah all these laws not all of them a lot of these laws are antiquated the, the law is the the last to react to something that's very reactionary in a lot of sense mm-hmm. which uh, that's a that's an issue especially depending on what laws you're talking about what field you're talking about but um mm. It is what it is, man. We 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 are just a blink in this whole thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was like this before us. It's probably gonna be gonna like this as we begun. We, we just try to, you know, make some type of or influence some type of change that lasts beyond us. But outside of that, like I, I try not to think too much about it because, you know, end up uh, you go, you'll go crazy, man. You go crazy, man, because yeah. you yeah. This stuff was like this before us, you know, and you know, hopefully it gets better after, you know, with time and after we leave, but I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. Trump is in office, man. Like, this changed my whole perspective on a lot of things.
0: Yeah, well, you know, he ain't the first, you know, person of his character, and, you know, I'll keep it PC, but a person of his character in office, and he yeah. won't be the last, you know. Yeah, but he may be the weirdest person of character in his office, but, uh, that we've seen. But, yeah, you know, he had, again, we just a blink of history, man. They've had 44 other ones before him, and I'm sure.
1: Yeah, nah. Before, this is the know. one we, for, for, for our lifetime. Exactly. Very colorful and very, um, for me, yeah, you gotta repeat that. You said we talked to be cautious. You, you yeah, broke up. Yeah,
0: we're taught to be cautious. I say for him, there's no cautionary tale um, you know, that was told to him as a, as a boy, or, you know, he just, you know, and then his personality on top of that is a kind of doggy dog uh, personality, and he takes what he wants, so mm-hmm. I mean, he, if he can do it to his own father and his own siblings, what do we matter?
2: What do we, yeah,
1: yeah. And you're the one that told me to read his book, um, The Art of the Deal,
0: yeah. I, I read his book, and again, within a couple of pages, I could tell that he didn't write that, John, you know, yeah. Uh, there was only one chapter, I, I, I want to say it was chapter 11,
1: <laughs> yeah. You told me not, you matter of fact, you just told me to skip the chapter 11, you didn't even, you told me. Not to even pay attention to everything else. Yeah, yeah, you back?
0: I'm here. I it it just says uh you lost your network connection trying to reconnect.
1: Oh, for real? That's on my end. I'm in yeah, the office. I I'm told to... you it
0: was your Cricket Wireless over there. <laughs> it ain't mine.
1: Yeah, I'm about to go <laughs> complain. Yeah, I paid for this. Yeah, I'm about to go complain. Like, yeah, what's going on <laughs> with your Um, internet man.
0: No bandwidth. Or you know yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll go ahead man It's just gonna be an interesting editing this joint
0: <laughs> it's all right it's a challenge you're learning you're learning yeah, uh, so you, no, say, yeah did, you told me
1: when uh, you read chapter what 11 it was or something like that.
0: chapter 11 is you know the um uh, the i think the only chapter that he wrote it just sounds like him and i uh-huh. said that's quite ironic knowing you know thinking about chapter 11 and bankruptcy and all of that kind of stuff yeah. but uh yeah, chapter 11. It was in chapter 11 and chapter 3, one of the two. But it was just talking about uh, 11 elements of the deal. And, uh-huh. you know, of, of everything in the book, that's what seemed like came from him. And it was really the only chapter worth reading. Uh, yeah. you know, and everything in there sounded legit, but it was more of like a marketing thing uh, mm. than anything. You know, the the one thing I got out of that was, you know, we always worry about locations. And where to put things. And you know, it's location, 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 right? Um, even in marketing, they're talking about, you know, the three Ps and you know, making sure that you got the the place right and you know, um, the product and, and I can't remember the third P, you know, but that's mm-hmm. but anyway, um, you know, it, it, his thing was it's not about where you start something up. You start something up and then you bring the 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 good stuff to it the good energy you bring the the uh the media appeal you know and then he goes into again talking about how he opened up this in like the middle of nowhere in new york and, and he brought the the gold thing is just nobody had seen anything like it before and you know mm-hmm. and then that became the place to be because you know that was there as yeah. opposed to how we typically think of things like i need to go to where all the buzz is at and start gotcha. creating the buzz so you know it just gave you uh, a, a slight jewel of of how to kind of rearrange your thinking and your thought process on you know opening up business
1: i speak speak to you said something that was deep you said speak to there's no he had no cautionary tale so you were saying like we we have taught to be cautionary yeah,
0: man. truth of the matter is uh no matter how much we try to mask our voice our intonation still our intonation our depth and the the breath of our uh vocalness if you will I mm-hmm. know that's not necessarily a word but uh we'll, we'll still be able to tell you black we'll still yeah. be able to tell you know that you got melanin you know in your system yeah. so yeah, I, very I
1: few people achieve that you don't know who they are on the phone yeah that's real yeah. and and yeah. they
0: old you know what i'm saying at this yeah. point like you know nobody nobody after you know our old parents you know not and i'm not even talking about parents in the 70s i mean like in their 70s i'm like parents who are in their 80s and 90s now yeah like those people that generation they are the ones that have like mastered it yeah and nobody else is gonna be able to do that
1: yeah and i think i i think is a i think that's a good thing though man i think think think, um
0: i think we're starting to accept well (laughs) lightly but i think we're starting to accept people for who they are and how they come across I mean if even if you notice in like the 1920s the New York accent is completely different mm. you know they have I don't I don't they, they called it something but it was an accent that they they picked up on
2: uh-huh. and,
0: um, it, it sounds like uh, I, I can't even I can't even imitate it but I mean it is just check it out look into okay. it there's definitely an accent out there that doesn't exist anymore. Um, okay, to exist in like the twenties um, uh, with older white men, and you hear gotcha. it all in the you know the old recordings, and you know there's from everywhere from you know the common laborer to you know the president of the United States. There they sound as we would classify today, you know, uh, a, a little hoodtastic, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. in there, you know, but for them that was
1: that was you know, the way was, it was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting how because um, language is a is a um, language and accents and, and tone like that. That is a that is a way to spot people and, and to oppress them, too. Like you see it a lot yeah. in other places. I mean, you see it here, too, but a lot of other places where they were like, you know, that's just a dialect. And we know you from the barrio or something like that because of the yeah. way you know what I'm saying? You talk. Um, but we can go on for that. For, for for forever, agents, yeah, yeah, forever, yeah. Right. It, it's like it's so many things that are stacked against you, but um, you just gotta persevere through. So, let's talk about the restaurant business, man. Well, just right. talk about business through restaurant or however you want to present it. Well, so, you know,
0: man, business is business, bro. It don't business. matter, restaurant, hotel, uh, you know, pillow making. I mean, it, it is. Business, is business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, what you, what you want to talk about? Yeah, you know. So,
1: so talk about... Um, so, you had a bakery, right? You still have a bakery. Talk about your company, man. Talk about your company.
2: Okay. That, your company
1: has an inter- interesting story.
0: It does. It does. Yeah. Um, so, I did own a bakery before, a, a brick and mortar, uh, Studio B Bakery and Bistro. And mm-hmm. um, it was in Trenton, New Jersey. You know, it was it was good. It was good. Um, we 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 came in uh, booming, and we we came out you know booming. So mm-hmm. I, I I will give them that. You know, we we definitely uh, didn't have any negative connotations associated with us. And uh, but for me, it was it was a complete opposite. It was it was a a dream deferred mm-hmm. that finally came true, and then uh, a lesson a lesson learned. Uh, At the same time, you know, we closed and uh, for me it was, it almost, I mean, it sent me into a downward spiral, you know, just Mm -hmm. thinking, well, what did I do wrong? You know, uh, did I fail at my dream? And, you know, it just, it, it sent me thinking, you know, and and ruminating just about everything, every possible scenario, you know, And, and to go through that, some people don't come out of it. Some people don't come out. And and I'm not bragging or tooting my horn in any kind of way. But, you know, I'm glad that I was able to realize uh, the lessons that I was supposed to get from it. And uh, and that's what I did. So I I bounced back. You know, uh, we actually purchased a a, a almost 90 year old company uh, in Louisiana. It was a old coffee company, the Monogram Coffee Company. And uh, it was established in 1931. Mm -hmm. and uh you know they they weren't doing too well they were trying to uh again bounce back and get back into this market in the the new day you know with third wave Mm -hmm. coffee culture and things like that uh and so we we took them on we took them on um you know as i as i listed i'm the new generational owner but i know I know them suckers is rolling in their grave, brother, because ain't not no one of them was black, okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> uh,
2: and, that was know, funny.
0: The more I do research into our history, you know, um, it is uh, it's really interesting. I mean, I've, I've found articles, you know, from uh, back then, and they're welcoming the uh united confederate veterans you know and mm, yeah it's, confederate
1: it's, veterans that's crazy yeah, exactly yeah. right
0: so you know and they're like hey we welcome all you. be safe and, you know it's just things mm-hmm. like and they're, they're trying to be very uh low-key about it only using abbreviations but if you do your research looking around other advertisements that were out there you know and well which is mm-hmm. you know you could figure it out but gotcha. Yeah, it was it was not it was not made for us, you know, and it was the largest uh, coffee producer in northern Louisiana uh, Mm. back then. And so they had what they called the big four. Uh, People are familiar with Cafe DuMont. uh, They're familiar with French market coffee and community coffee. Mm. And the fourth was the Monogram Coffee Company. Mm. Uh, They were the fourth founded and they were also you know the fourth in sales and things like that but it was regional. Mm-hmm. Um but now we got all that. You know, we, so we got, you got all that you. under our belt. So yeah. you know, it's it's uh we were actually the first uh company to trademark the words roasted coffee. You know oh right? wow. Yeah, so uh-huh. um we've we've since lost the trademark it, it's now a dead mark because it's considered common words. Common yeah. But um but yeah man, we we were the ones that were uh roasting fresh coffee daily you know mm. and just constantly doing it. i mean i got pictures of them roasting huge batches of coffee and uh, all kinds of stuff you know and it was uh-huh. it's good to actually have that in our repertoire and be able to play off of that because we've since rebranded you know to kind of fit into the third world a uh, third wave uh, coffee uh, culture and uh, really the third wave coffee culture is more about experience and mm. knowledge anything else people are like what's what do you mean third wave and
1: How about this i about to ask you what the first what's the first wave what is the first wave
0: so i i am no expert on that so i i, I can't <laughs> even i can't even delve into it but i what i do know is what delineates the the third wave from all the other ones is that this one focuses on the actual experience of drinking coffee as well as the experience of uh where it comes from so you know okay. it's so, so is, is Starbucks
1: like responsible for this wave? No. They, no. No, okay.
0: no, because uh technically third wave coffee is not even like big cap coffee. You know, it's mm. uh, they may have some coffees there and they can tell all those things. But we're talking, you know, people, you know, taking trips, businesses taking trips to actually go to the farms where their coffee beans come from.
1: So and this is a, a coffee connoisseur. Per se. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and that's why they call it coffee culture. you know. Okay. And, and we're not the only ones to have this kind of coffee culture. I mean, even New Zealand uh, has a huge coffee culture, so much so that they won't even drink uh, out of uh, like takeout cups They're mm. If you go to a New Zealand uh, coffee spot, a cafe, they will give you an actual, you know, glass, porcelain, whatever cup. But, mm. you know, it's, it's not going to be throwaway. They don't they don't do yeah. that. Okay. And do that. So, you know, in different places, you find different versions of the coffee culture, but it all it's all the same, you know, knowing about the altitude and how that changes the flavor of the bean and, uh, you know, the, the fat content of the bean and the, you know, and then when you're roasting it, how to manipulate the, the flavor profile, which is really just the recipe, but the flavor mm-hmm. profile to get maximum sweetness and, you know, the color that you want. And I like the flavors of beans and You know, it's 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 a lot.
1: Are you? Would you consider yourself an expert on a third wave of of coffee? No,
0: no, brother. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. But you know, far fewer than the expert of one.
1: Okay. (laughs) 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 Got you. Got you. So, talk about purchasing a business. Uh Talk about that process, because that I think you're the first person to, to bring up that, or maybe even the first person to. Now, you're not the first person I had to actually purchase a business, but talking about purchase, how did how did you go about purchasing your business? What was the, you know, the stuff that people don't talk about when you going into buying, acquiring a business?
0: Well, you know, we, we talk about it all the time, but people uh, we talk about that code switching, right, where mm-hmm. you're just using different words. So uh, I, you and I may say purchasing the business, but, you know, the others may say mergers and acquisitions. Uh It's the same thing, you know, you you are acquiring a company, uh, which is an acquisition Uh and uh, turning it into something, you know, different. Uh Um, Business buying or business purchasing has been around and it's it's you know, every time you fill out an application for, say, a loan or something like that, they ask, "So what's your exit plan or when you're writing a business plan? They say, Uh what's your exit plan? Right. Um, In my experience. People of the the, the melanated manner uh, tend to say, well, I, don't, "I don't know." Uh, That's I,
1: a fact. That's one hundred percent fact. At least, yeah. yeah. I, I don't so know. I've been I, in my experience in in this business, but God, yeah. It's yeah.
0: like everybody's like, "Oh, well, liquidate." I mean, you know, sell mm-hmm. everything, and you know, hopefully, I came out on top. But no, what the way to do it is to exit gracefully. And if exit gracefully, well, you is paid that. for mm-hmm. what you did. And while you were booming in business, then you get paid. You right. sell that, and I I don't you know I, I do cuss, but sugar honey iced tea. Yeah. You, you sell that for to someone else who can then save the business. But what that requires is meticulous records, of mm-hmm. you know uh, you know finances when you were in business. So mm-hmm. you can't be doing shady business deals. You know, and by shady business deals, I mean paying people under the table, and you know. Not recording you know this one thing that you did. everything's got to be on the books. every they got to see a full picture of your finances, a full financial package, you know uh, cash flow sheets, income statements, balance sheets, all of that stuff has to be in order so that the person who's buying the business, that's only one part of it, but they, they need to see how they can turn this business around, right mm-hmm. And so in doing that, you, that's, that's one part of the research project and your due diligence. The other part of it is, well, why are you closing? Why are you selling? You know, mm-hmm. it, it could be for a multitude of reasons. Uh, somebody's retiring and uh, they just know none of their family wants to take over the business, but they don't want to close it. Um, the buyers are always going to be emotionally connected to it, especially if they started it. So mm-hmm. it's about understanding, um, Why, you know, and and, I mean, the
1: sellers, the the sellers are
0: going to be the sellers. You should always understand why the sellers are selling. And uh, that's an important part, too, because you don't want to be. It it can ruin the deal for you if you're Mm -hmm. the hard nose coming in saying, I just want to you know, here's here's some money, take it and go. But Mm -hmm. if they feel like you're going to take it to the next level Mm -hmm. and, you know, do something different with it, then, you know, there'll be more you know, um uh, inclined to sell it to you. So
2: okay. And that's so what got, it's
0: about. That's what it's about. It's just a business deal. Everything deal. is relationships, man.
1: Everything is relationships.
0: Yeah, it's relationship business.
1: So I, I got research. So research which includes the books. Um gotta keep meticulous records. Well, mm-hmm. if you're on the buyer side, I mean, you're, if you're on, on the buyer side,
0: side you got to look at the records. But if
1: you're on yeah, the seller, seller side, you got to keep the, the meticulous records. Mm-hmm. And then you, you said the the more more importantly, I don't know if you said that or not, but I just said that. You said <laughs> why why are they why are the sellers selling?
0: But that's absolutely correct. More important,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, this is good information. And so, what made you eye the coffee company? Um, Monogram Coffee, right? Yeah, Monogram yeah. Coffee Company. You kept the name?
0: Uh, no, we changed the name to Maison Deltron.
1: Maison, that's what I thought, because yeah. um, I've actually filed. <laughs> 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 we ain't going to talk about that on the mic. We'll talk about that later.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, we changed it. And in, in, um, not that we were trying to change the name to erase the history, uh-huh. uh, because I, I definitely talk about it and in, in all the good and bad of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, we just rebranded you know i wanted it to uh exude luxury Mm -hmm. you know and and represent all the finest things of southern culture okay the good things of southern culture you know we have a lot of things that are not necessarily good you know about southern culture but um the 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 I don't know i don't i don't want to say i guess etiquette you know that that mm-hmm. we have and, and, and i can't even say etiquette because they got some real ignorant acting southern folk but
2: yeah
1: yeah but i guess the what people think of as southern hospitality yeah
0: yeah,
2: that, that's the terminology. Hospitality, yeah. when you yeah.
0: think of like a southern bell see I, I i want uh maison Beltrame to be a luxury lifestyle company uh okay and so I'm starting with food and starting with coffee, but it's gonna expand to bigger things, and it's it's all things southern.
1: Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, your lifestyle. I think that's where the world is going anyway. I think people are um are more trap. I mean, I guess it all it always was there, like um the underlying the marketing. So you're you're selling the the brand, right? You're selling yeah. the lifestyle, what the brand represents. So polo represents. I guess white Anglo-Saxon Protestant golfers, yeah, golfers and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So those things like, but when you see his like his spreads and his advertisement, they're always like, you know, in some like uh picturesque place playing swimming or something like that or whatever. So I think, I think that's a good strategy, man, for you to to sell the lifestyle and the coffee is just the, the entry point to that lifestyle.
0: Yeah, somebody asked me a, a good question yesterday. Uh, they said, it was yesterday, the day before yesterday, but they said, um, what makes your coffee different? Mm-hmm. that And th- that it'll stand out amongst all the other coffees there, you know? And mm-hmm. then as they're showing me, they're like, see, I bought this coffee the other day because I like the bag. I got it from, you know, half mm-hmm. sale at TJ Maxx. You know, it just, and I'm like, well, I, I get it. And that's when you get into the whole, you um, the TMI that you were talking about about coffee Mm. you know the the Mm. fat content and how it affects and things like that but you got to be able to relate that to everyone to the layman yeah to the layman yeah. yeah and quite honestly we people we Louisiana people have a hard time relating ourselves to people outside of Louisiana because you know as pompous as I can make it but we 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 try to say, you know, well, they should understand. They should understand yeah, what we're talking about. Like, if they don't, they need yeah. to. You know, but, you
1: know. <laughs> I don't think that's just Louisiana.
0: You know? yeah, it, it's not just Louisiana, but, you know, it's yeah. it, there's so much history and in, in, um, information about Louisiana that unless you grew up there or, mm-hmm. you know, grew up directly connected to someone who grew up there, you know, a mm-hmm. grandparent, a parent or whatever, you'll never know unless somebody tells you. So, we as louisiana businesses have to learn how to relate to people outside of louisiana and either make them understand or make it relatable to their personal experience on a broader scale and that's where the problem comes in
1: got you i'm gonna yeah because louisiana like i said i think my first like major introduction was master p no limit um but before that i think it was um Probably was a uh, Harlem Knights. Or <laughs> <laughs> with, with uh Dominique LaRue. Dominique LaRue <laughs> He's like hey, you gotta be careful with the Louisiana woman. Exactly. They put a, they put a root on you. <laughs> they put a root on him. It was like, yeah, a root. what's a root? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that was uh I think um I think that was the first time that I really was like, I mean, I knew what it was from the map, but like yeah. it's like he- heard somebody talk about it.
0: Well see that um, that that again relates to the uh the history because yeah, we we, we do voodoo and, and we take it more lightly than other people, but yeah, there's voodoo in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But in Haitian culture, it's a real thing.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean it's a real thing. And they are they are either avidly for it or avidly against, against it. The, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. And uh and they but that's where it comes from, that that yeah. Haitian influx of people and culture. And, you know, that ain't French. That ain't Spanish. Yeah. Uh, there's
1: actually know. multiple versions of voodoo. There um, is. Yeah, yeah. And, Even and African difficult. culture. You know? and African culture, yeah. It comes from the continent. And, um, it,
0: it all comes from the continent.
1: So, you know, our people from, you know, Western Africa. So it all comes from there. But there's, there's multiple versions of it. Yeah. I think voodoo might be the most popular, quote, unquote um That's what everybody knows about. Um, yeah,
0: they do, and and it, or they think they know about it.
1: They think about. It. Did you ever watch that movie, *The Serpent in the Rainbow*? Nah. Uh-uh. *The Serpent in the Rainbow*. I wonder if that took a place in the Louisiana. Now I'm thinking about. I think that movie took place in Louisiana. It might. It's I about Eves Bayou. Eves Bayou, but that came later, though. That
0: came later. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm Bayou, yeah. by, you know, they think yeah. of Eves Bayou, and they think about that.
1: And then, yeah, uh, I think *The Serpent in the Rainbow*. So short. The short version of it is um, just white guy. And he, I think he was researching, he found like this medicine that put people to sleep or whatever, something like Mm. that. You sleep for like days. So they you get buried alive because people think you're dead, and then you raise from the dead. So he went to research um this medicine or whatever, whatever the powder was, and like the know the the powers. But I I think it takes place in uh, Louisiana though.
0: I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Pretty
1: sure it it takes place in Louisiana, because I think it takes takes place in the states, and I can't think of a other place in the state that because it is it's about voodoo basically yeah. i mean it's not about voodoo but voodoo is the underlying theme to it all um and but i wouldn't think you
0: agree that the, the the our movie culture has people don't know that new orleans is just as popular with making movies as hollywood
1: no i didn't know that
0: at this day and age you know because a lot of it, Well, I don't know if it's because of Katrina, but a lot of people have been transported out of Louisiana and Mm -hmm. a lot of implants have come in. And it's all, you know, people who are in the movie business and show business because there's a lot of filming going on in New Orleans.
1: So where where were you when Katrina happened?
0: Uh, When Katrina happened, my parents had just left uh D C to head back down to New Orleans because okay. they had been visiting me uh at Howard. Mm. And so <laughs> so as soon yeah. as they got back, they were like, Y'all need to evacuate and then they end up uh having to drive, you know, everybody out. And it, it took a twelve hour trip to get to like Mississippi and Mississippi ain't but an hour away, if that Wow is. You know, so yeah. you could just imagine the traffic, you know, uh Getting to Mississippi, but um, but yeah, I'm, I was sitting watching from the sidelines, mm-hmm. um, and actually the house that uh <laughs> the, the house that we live in, my um, I didn't see it other than by pictures, you know, after Katrina. Mm-hmm. By the time I got back to the house, it was, it had been gutted, and. Redone, if you okay. will. Okay. Uh, so they like they they moved back into the house just so they could have like a Thanksgiving there. I can't remember if Thanksgiving or Christmas because okay. my mom just wanted to have she's like, I want to be back in my house. And so yeah. did it. So I I never physically saw the house um in the repercussions of 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 Katrina and Rita.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it you know.
1: Did you take trips back to uh um louisiana like shortly after or no i'm not because then you would have went to saw you to see your house i'm assuming if you would
2: have well so like
0: i think i did go back once before but my mom was living in like lafayette for work okay Um, you know so and my dad my dad was staying somewhere i think he was staying with my aunt and uncle who were in Close to New Orleans, but it's called the West Bank, so it's not technically New Orleans proper. But Correct. you know, it's like Gretna and things like that. They're they're really close. It's it's literally like going from here to Pennsylvania. Gotcha. Um, and so um, you know, they were they were doing that kind of thing, and he was traveling back and forth, even when you know the the state guard said, you know, don't go. He's like, that's my you. house. I'm going back to see the condition of my house, you know. Got gotcha. um, you. And know, my dad's a trooper, man. My, my dad, it, when coronavirus started, my, my I told my dad, I said, man, you're going to work every day, bro. You need to put on a, a, a mask or you just need to stop going to work because you in the high, you in that, you know, that crew that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. You know, yeah.
0: yeah. He's like, man, I'm a Viking. And that was his <laughs> response.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you have
1: siblings, right? Just one. Just so, one, who's cool. yeah, so whatever, sister. sister.
2: She, yeah,
0: she's uh seven years younger than me.
1: Okay. Oh, um, that's a significant difference, though. Yeah. My girl, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I also have a ton of cousins. Okay. You know, who, uh who are, we all grew up in like triplets. So. Gotcha. You know, like, like you, they're 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 our siblings, you know. Yeah, siblings. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, so are your parents back in the house?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and have since renovated it even more since then. Okay, you know they, yeah, they, they, my dad built that house, so we are not ever. He's like, when we dead and gone, you and your sister. He's like, I ain't gonna leave no will. I don't have to just split everything down the middle. All we got. I said, okay, but I do need you to put a will, brother, because I, I don't have, (laughs) I don't have to go through all that other, you know.
1: That's, uh, funny. Uh, That's funny. That's funny because we don't like that we don't like to do wills as a people. Yeah. Um, no, we, we don't like to do wills. We don't like life insurance. No, um, we got I, it. We I'm not sure it.
0: they got all of that, but you know, it just and you know, me and my mom have a very interesting relationship. We are we are uh far better friends than than parent and uh and child, you know. So okay. um funny story she sent me. She sent me $60 on Cash App last night. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, that $60 from was an order that she put in with us. Okay. And she essentially bought the pecans. So she ordered candy pecans, uh-huh. bought the pecans. So I'm like, why? I, I can send you the pecans. Like, you don't need to pay for it.
2: Yeah. And
0: so I refunded her the money. There's $59.40. Uh-huh. That was her order. I, I uh-huh. sent her that back.
2: Uh-huh. She
0: said, why are you sending me that money back? She Said, I was talking to your daddy, you sent me that $59 back. What did what is, what is I say? Because you paid for the pecans, you woman. Know I mean, I don't understand what you, you know. And yeah, say, all right. She said, I'm about to order something else, don't you dare send that money back? So then she yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and I get the cash app last night, so I call her this morning. I say, You think you're slick.
1: I said, I got that. <laughs> But at least, at least, at least she's supporting, though. Yeah, oh, more. Yeah, more, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. She
0: Told me from the get go. She's like, "We not them kind of people." She said, "We buy what we uh, we pay for what we buy." You know. That's what's up. Don't give me nothing for free.
1: And That's stuff. what's up. Yeah. So going back to the um, that was the tangent. It's gonna Stop. be interesting right. editing where where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to the to the business, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, the the. the you had you had to shut your business you said there were some lessons that that you learned and you took the to heart but you didn't get those lessons what what were what was the what was the lessons that you learned that you took the to heart and 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 bounced back
0: so um i just finished reading uh the e-myth book uh, okay and one of the lessons was organization mm. right mm-hmm. you got to be organized. Um, and it can be hard with so many things uh, on the list. But people think that entrepreneurship is chosen. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a choice. It's not. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it, there's some truth to the you get bit by the entrepreneur bug. You know, and it's true. It 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 provides a challenge to those who think they can do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to. Start a business because we think we can do it better than someone else we've encountered mm-hmm. in the same field. And it's like, oh well, if they're doing it, I can do it better. There's no way I, I, can't, I there's no way I could fail because if this idiot can handle
1: it, <laughs> yeah.
2: I can,
0: you know what I mean? Like we've all had that feeling, right? So,
1: absolutely,
2: <laughs> absolutely. And, and
0: and that that that's the technician side of us is what I'm learning. You know that that's the technician is good at. The technical work they're good Mm -hmm. at, you know, for me, it's I'm good at baking. You know, I'm good Mm -hmm. at making pastries. I'm good at doing that. Mm -hmm. But as a business owner and an entrepreneur. You have to be multifaceted. Mm -hmm. The business tells you, well, great, you you glad you good at doing the technical stuff. But, you know, I still need my books done. Yeah. And I still need this done. And, oh, 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 don't forget to call so-and-so back. Oh, oh, don't forget to send that email back. Or, hey, mm-hmm. did you send that other stuff to somebody else? And, oh, you know what? We do need to be marketed. Somebody needs to know I exist. Did you talk about me? You know, did you did you market me? Did you advertise me? All those things are different facets that the technician don't have to think about. The technician is, leave me alone, I'm working.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, whereas, you know, the business owner is making sure the operations is done. The mm-hmm. entrepreneur is a dreamer
1: entrepreneur is the dreamer entrepreneur gotcha. is the dreamer
0: entrepreneur right has the vision the entrepreneur has the vision of how it's going to look in the far future but mm-hmm. you need technical steps to get to that and to get to those technical steps you need the technician and you need the business owner
1: the business owner
0: you can't yeah. exist w- without the skills of each of those
1: yeah i i think that i think uh let me know if i'm wrong i think in that book because i used to i used to uh refer that book i used to um not refer um recommend recommend i used to recommend (laughs) that book all the time and i think that's why i got uh work on the business versus in the business is that is that from that book
0: he does say it in there but it's existed far before far before Before. that book yeah Yeah. um and, and it's true and you do have to work on the business constantly right yeah what the book teaches you though. Uh, and I, I can't even say it teaches you, but it, it definitely makes it apparent to you that you have to do it simultaneously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It gives you a visual aid uh, by complete storytelling and imagery, of course, but uh, it gives you a visual aid to see. And what helped me with the book was he actually used the pie baker. Right. Mm-hmm. And he it was like he was having a conversation with this pie lady and Man. i i literally saw myself in her
1: gotcha that's and like the first story he uses right as it's the
0: story all the way it through. Story, so yeah.
1: the whole book is set up as though i he thought he would the, the story Croc all the way through i thought it was uh ray crock or whatever his name is the mcdonald you know,
0: he, he he uses him as an example but one time but okay. the, it, it essentially is him having a conversation with this this pilot you're right you're, you're absolutely
1: and, um, right and um you're absolutely right. I'm trying to think of her name. It was like Sue Sal- or Sally. Or- Sally? Sally? Yeah. yeah, Sally, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. you're absolutely right. See, I'm sharp, brother. It, it, <laughs> it might take a moment. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Yeah, you're I good. think her name is—is is it Sally or it's just, it's a S S an S name? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Sally or Sue. One of those names.
0: One of those. But she yeah. was she was intrigued. But just even the, it was written very well in the in the sense that I, I felt the excitement at the same time she felt the excitement from what he was saying mm-hmm. because i could relate and i could understand where i went wrong gotcha. you know? and that was the lesson the lesson and i couldn't put it into words until i read the book i mean it was gotcha. all clear it was like the man was reading to me
2: you gotcha. know talking yeah. to me
0: and i was like, oh you're right you know yeah. so, <laughs> so you know it it was it was it was wonderful it was wonderful just to learn how I got caught up in the technical work and I let that overwhelm me mm-hmm. right and now look I've been a restaurant consultant for probably as long as I've been a chef you know uh I've been a chef for 23 years at this Man, point yeah you you
2: oh yeah <laughs> yeah
0: you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: And um yeah. And, and, you know, and, and even with the the being a chef, you know, you you start to consult in different levels. And mm-hmm. I, I touched another level of, you know, reaching to that that restaurant consultant status um, by being a business owner. And I didn't realize it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't properly be a consultant for someone unless you've owned your own business, because it's different spending other people's money. But when you're spending your own money. It gives you a whole new perspective on how to advise.
1: And and I, I tell people that all the time, right? Because, um, you know, you get like when people be having political debates, the debates about like why do CEOs make so much money and this, that, and the third. I'm like, man, it's, it's hard. I stopped having those type of debates because I said it's hard to explain to someone how hard it is to, to run a business, to keep a business afloat if you've never done it. Correct. You know what I'm Correct. saying? If, you, if you've never done it, you just don't. You just have no idea what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) And you think that they're sitting up there in this swanky office. Exactly. You know, they staying clean while everybody else is, you know, at the bottom, you know, like they think about it like that. But really, it's flipped, you know, And, and that's that's another thing from the book. When you when you're talking about organizational management, you know, there's a difference between and we see it on LinkedIn and things like that all the time where people say to be a leader. And to be a, a boss is two different things, right? Yeah, to be yeah. a boss, you, you bark in orders at somebody. But to be a leader is to actually be doing the work and mm-hmm. telling everybody, come on, come on, let's get it. You know, you're doing it together. Yeah, That is a CEO. That is a chief executive officer. Yeah. They're worrying about all the other things. And yes, they're getting reports in the day-to-day is that. But the true, you know, essence of a of a ceo is the person that knows every aspect of the business down to in fashion you know how they fold the tissue paper before yeah. closing the box yeah you know yeah. um a good movie i always kind of go back to is the intern uh with uh, i never
1: saw that i check that out
0: with uh, anne hathaway and uh, robert de niro okay and so essentially the movie is about uh Anne Hathaway has this booming e-commerce fashion business. Uh, She had an idea within 18 months, it's booming. They're in this wonderful new uh, renovated uh, warehouse building. And, uh, and they, one of her, I'm I'm guessing it's like the COO, right? He, he's like, Hey, we talked about this. We interviewed uh, people for our senior internship program. And it's not like, oh, junior, senior. It's senior as in senior citizens. People who have already, you know, oh done I, did. A lifetime I think I saw
1: a, saw a part of the movie. Yeah, I, It's coming back to me. But I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw it. Well, go ahead. My bad. No, no,
0: no worries. No worries. Yeah, so, it, it, you know, and Robert De Niro ends up, you know, becoming uh, their one of their interns. Mm-hmm. And he's had this lifetime of experience in business as, like, you know, a marketing executive and all these other things. And she is learning who he is and what he's done, as well as he's learning her and mm-hmm. what he's and what she's done, you know, in just a short time. And they, they work well together, you know, again, to her chagrin, because she mm-hmm. let him know in the very beginning, you know, you're just here because I need to show that I'm. Yeah, I'm I,
2: saw that. I saw that
1: movie. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that movie. I, I, I that, yeah. love
0: it because it just.
1: I watch it again, just based off of you telling me the story, brother.
0: Yeah, man. They <laughs> was, so there, there's a part in there where he drives her to a warehouse, right, where they're doing the stuff because she ordered something from her own company just to see how it would be shipped. Mm -hmm. And she was not she wasn't very fond of how it looked. So she made a stop just to show the people how to fold the tissue paper, you know, perfectly and put it together and then put the top on and, you know, to make sure that it looked and it was at the quality standard that, you know, she wanted it to be Mm -hmm. and, and it should be. Based on the business, and that was to me the best part of the movie because it truly shows like this woman is connected. You know, she's not forgetting about every aspect. She's still trying to satisfy the customer to the standard that she started it with. You know, uh-huh. she's still running it every day. And they said we have a, a thing for you. It's called uh, what was her name in the movie? I don't remember her name, but it was it was like like we got CPT. Her mm-hmm. name was Jules. So they called it uh J uh J S JST Jules Standard Time because she's mm-hmm. always an hour late for every meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh- <laughs> you know, so you know it just it just goes to show you, man, like that it, in and for me to rein it in and take it back to business. Business is business no matter what, you know. Whether you are Doing fashion, whether you're again making pillows, uh, you washing coffee, you're you know brewing coffee, you're selling coffee, you're selling food, you're selling headphones, you know it, electronics. It doesn't matter. Even if you're doing tech, you have to understand the basics of business, and in order to do that, you got to have a plan. And and I'm I'm not a proponent for uh, business plans, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think business plans are a big wash, right? If you uh-huh. if you got enough time to put in writing all the things that you could possibly think of about your business, you've been thinking about it for far too long,
2: uh-huh. right? Yeah.
0: Because you, you're never going to know until you jump into it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it, it's Murphy's Law every single day with a business. Mm-hmm. Something, whatever can go wrong will go wrong you your ability to uh, ability to adapt and change uh to you know what you need at that moment is whether it's it's the the, the uh equation on whether you succeed or fail
1: absolutely and I, I tell people all the time and they look at me crazy i be like um i'm not a big fan of uh, i didn't i didn't know we had that in common i'm not a big fan of um business plans, business plans? I, yeah, yeah. I, I say you should have like a, a mission statement, if that and just have like a broad general idea of where you want to go, but you're not going to know how you're going to get there. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, you know, and, and you don't know if that's going to change where you want to go. Like, so I said, I get I tell everybody like Amazon started off just selling books online. Now look at it. And I, I'm pretty
0: sure. them out via CD.
1: Via But so <laughs> I'm And I'm pretty sure in their honest moments, I haven't read any of their interviews or anything. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, what's the amazon um bezos i'm Bezo. pretty sure this wasn't his vision of for amazon when absolutely he started. not yeah he, if he, he said that he's hopping. lying he's lying <laughs>
0: he's he <is>
2: lying he <laughs> yeah,
1: had, yeah
0: he's hopped on opportunity after opportunity, after
2: opportunity. Yep.
0: and that's what you got to do you got to be able to uh willing to adjust and scale as needed
1: yeah and scaling is hard too adjusting and scaling and all that, that see so talking that business talk right there yeah man yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I tell it's people same thing. is yeah. difficult. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. go ahead. Yeah, and I was t- I tell people the same thing like your business plan is like like I think for me the business plan is created and tell me if you disagree or not. I think you do your business plan when you're about to uh present to for like venture capitalism or something like that. You do it afterwards. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you right. don't do it like like I say, I think you should have a broad general idea plan of what you want to do just so you have some type of goals and that you're looking for it. And reverse engineer everything but you're not going to know how you're going to you think you know like you said god you give god the plan and he tells you yo chill out relax exactly what i got I got planned. planned. <laughs> you think you know what you want you think you think you think you know how you're going to get there you think you know what you want your end goal to be but you 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 really don't and the only thing that teaches you that i tell people all the time this all the time like you can go to get your mba and all that whatever like the only thing that teach you entrepreneurship is just entrepreneur being in it, like it's so much stuff that you just can't possibly understand and get unless you're in the trenches
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and even even if you're in the trenches unless you have been in every position in the trench
2: oh so yeah yeah
0: can't you know you could be a sniper you you know you could just be a a a shooter you could be a hand-to-hand combat man but until you've done all of it you can't yeah. speak to the other person about how to do it. Yeah, you know, and 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 I never
1: thought about it on that level.
0: Well, so I, I approached
1: it differently. It, but go ahead. But go ahead. I'm gonna tell you how how I looked at ahead, it. Ahead. I'm right I'm now, gonna- so I'm, it's the same concept, but um, I I didn't think about it like that. So right. So like I'm doing. We talked about this. I'm doing the marketing stuff now. Right. Yeah. So I did the marketing stuff stuff my first first. So I know, like, yo, you're not gonna be bsing me. When I <laughs> when yeah you, yeah we'll come back with the bill because I, I I'm I'm not the expert I'm outsourcing it to you that's what business people do that's what entrepreneurship do outsource it to the people that do that does it better or hire them uh, which is outsourcing too in its own mm-hmm. way um, but you're not gonna come back and say this costs five hundred dollars when I know <laughs> I went through the process and know that that didn't cost five hundred dollars for you to yeah yeah exactly so that's it's the, the same concept. but I, me? Yeah, yeah. I thought about it from a, a price standpoint. I didn't think about it from a um, intentionally putting yourself in the trenches. I think that's a better way to think of it, though. Yeah. You, I mean, you, intentionally putting yourself into every position. Into every position. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And, 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 well, I, and So in in myth uh, what he does a good job at, at doing is saying, you know, you're working multiple positions until you can continue to work while you're in it. Work on it. So instead of thinking it as, oh, I'm doing this task, I- I'll put it into, um, say I'm baking a cake,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: I've baked this cake a thousand times, so I know it left and right. But I know it. If somebody else were to come take over, there's no way that I can explain all of that information to them, you know, which is why we always look for highly technical skilled, technically skilled people
1: right Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. highly
0: technically skilled people come with a high price
1: high price absolutely
2: right
0: so the 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 goal is to keep prices low when you're a a, a small business owner right Mm -hmm. so you need people who can follow instructions you need people who are willing to adapt and can be molded so which is why we always look for younger people interns you know people who are willing to learn and are excited about the task they don't necessarily know yet that they want to know so much about cake or so much about law. What they want to know is I can do this, right? And you, you it's up to you to feed that that energy to them to show them yes you can. But right. in order to do that, while you're making this, you know, eighth the 8000th 8, cake that you're doing, how many stirs am I how many turns am I doing to this stir? You know, the measurements have to be precise when I put it in here. How many ounces or grams or, you know, kilograms am I putting in this pan? And then once I put it in there, do I tap it? You know, uh, it's something that you, you have to pay attention to every single move you make when you're making it so you can put it down in writing. So Joe Schmo can walk in the door and do it exactly as you do it, not because. Joe Schmo has the knowledge, same knowledge as you, same level, mm-hmm. but Joe Schmo can follow your instructions.
1: Absolutely. And, and 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 in the book, he talks about um maybe we should do a book review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh we do that another time. we get you back. Um, yeah, in the books, he that's so he gave us, he gives the uh McDonald's example, and that's that's why McDonald's and he was saying, like, you should set your business up to be franchised. Yes, you should be thinking about franchising your business from day one. So even if you're not a franchise and so one of the things i tell people all the time is that you don't have a business unless you can walk away from it and and it worked just fine it works just fine so i've said like you know right now i'm self-employed i don't have a business although i'm getting there i don't have the business yet because i can't everything depends on me at this point Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like uh um yeah but it's a process though like you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna it's not gonna happen overnight and it's gonna be a whole, a whole bunch of like yo how do i pay this yeah my, my, my spouse or a significant other mad at me my kids mad at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well so this was one of the things that i learned you know uh because our our personal finances were uh melding with the business finance you know mm-hmm. uh and we were trying to hold up man we were trying to pay people and we're paying people out of our pocket and you know and they they're fussing at me because they're like, "Oh, my check is late," and I'm like, "I get it, but you know, while you worried about a two hundred dollar check, I'm worrying about five thousand just for this first, this for this two weeks that yeah. I gotta pay for everybody, and yeah, I gotta yeah. figure out where the hell I'm gonna get that at, you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, it is very important to keep things separate.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And if you need help, find people. That can join in the business with you. That will also have a superpower that you can use. Uh-huh. It is not lucrative to have, say, a board of directors or other. You know, you know how we, you know how we do when we start uh-huh. out. When they start our business, you know, it's look, say, bro, we didn't have this conversation. Uh-huh. Like, are we gonna do? I say we go in together. Uh-huh. But then you realize that your boy don't know jack. You know. <laughs> and and you doing all the work, yeah. and you know, like you struggling over here and then y'all constantly getting into arguments you're like, yo, say, yeah. bro, I know we've been knowing each other since birth, but you know, you ain't about to be my friend, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you ain't holding up your end of the bargain. And, you know, and he's like, uh, but what you, what you talking about? I'm doing this and this and like, yeah, but then they got Jack to do with, you know, this, this and this. So mm-hmm. it's super important to find someone who can help you out technically. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can handle this portion, this part, you got to sit down and talk about it. You got to mm-hmm. sit down and say, "All right, if I handle this, this, and this off the list, can you handle these three things or these four things?" And and they gonna be okay with handling just a little bit more than you at the moment because yours is a little more technical or those, mm-hmm. you know, it's more supportive. It you just got to have the conversation. If it if you can't find anybody to do that with, then just go into business by yourself. Yeah it's perfectly fine to be a hundred percent owner
1: yeah now i tell people I, i'm giving all my, my my stuff that i pay people pay me for
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm giving it away i tell people that's when like you are going in and in, and in, because what i've noticed with businesses period too startups and people that are even a business today right now it's been a business for years they don't have an operating agreement the no. They've maybe having this partnership for um where they have these multi-members Companies yeah. and don't have an operating agreement. I said I posted something on my my um, my um Instagram and I was like, "That's yeah, I live in a savage life because eventually the shit is gonna hit the fan."
2: <laughs> yes, and it, it was
1: Like how you resolve these issues because somebody's gonna want to be brought out. Somebody's gonna want to leave company. So how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna die. Mm -hmm. y'all don't have any so what happens to this of what happens to their shares are you gonna split them split them sell them it does it go to the heirs the heirs do they do they get voting rights do they get control rights of the company all these types of things like people don't talk about when they first start and they go into business with somebody else it's the first thing i do bro you got to, but you, the that's because you've been through, you've been through the mud. You've been through, you've been in, you've been in a couple <laughs> of wars. <so.
2: laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure you probably had it the first time you went out. Probably that's every, something you gotta, I got
2: to. I got all the original documents
0: from our company. I mean, like the ones they signed in
1: 1931. Oh, I got, wow. I got copies yeah.
0: of those because of course the originals with the state, you know, secretary of state. Yeah, yeah. But I got all of that. I got my, my own shares. I got the whole kit, you know, like the, I got mm-hmm. everything. I got my, my, um my seal
1: seal yeah seal. i yeah. got i got
0: all of that i'm like yeah nope there's no going
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah man so it's one of those things that um you know it's it, you know if if you're strong enough i ain't no nah, i do not say you're strong enough it, if you strong true. and lucky lucky if you're strong and lucky enough you no know,
0: i don't even like the word lucky. you don't like you luck and, and i forget who said it but they're like luck is Opportunity when opportunity and it's preparation, prepare. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. And it is. I mean, yeah, there is luck, but I refuse to believe that it's that random uh-huh. and that because they have people who do far worse business than we do. On and I'm talking about on a ethical level. Uh-huh. You know, they they do far worse business than I would ever even think to do, and they are killing it in the game. Gotcha. And I refuse to believe that the luck just happen to choose you know what
1: um uh, maybe, maybe I, I gotta rephrase it i gotta get my lawyer on maybe i gotta rephrase it <laughs> you have to get lucky is that is that better or no
0: i mean if if you want to include luck in it I, I i'll go for it i ain't gonna, I ain't gonna knock it you now know?
1: and the reason i say luck right because i think um because there's so much stuff that's out of our control so say like uh i give you a real world business example um Remember, many disc players. Have you ever seen one of those? Mm -hmm. Now, that's a bad example because that's on Sony. That's their fault. Um, Let's take Jay Z, Mm -hmm. right? I think this is tragic, but I think, but for Biggie dying, right, Mm -hmm. he does not become who he is today. I mean, we would never know, obviously, right? That's the big, you know, that's one of them things with the the what if, yeah. if you, you drunk or high whatever they say um but and I'm, what i'm saying is that he he had the preparation though he was there though right mm-hmm. he, was, he was not the the shining star out of new york city rap like it was you know puff and whatever but as soon as like biggie was murdered he stepped in that place and you know, but that was to me. That's like, I guess luck is not the bad word, that's just the, the universe happening, you know. What I'm well, saying see,
0: so, so he, exactly. And so, that's yeah. that, so, two things out of that one, it's about opportunity, mm-hmm. right? So, if he took the opportunity, if that's truly what happened mm-hmm. and that's the only reason why he existed, then that's that's the universe working in his favor. But he also mm-hmm. jumped on the opportunity,
1: jumped on the opportunity, yeah. With so, him. you know, you convinced me to stop saying lucky man, it's just the universe and opportunity and spotting it and but taking action.
0: the other side of that is you don't know what kind of work he was doing before then.
1: Before that, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Jamie Foxx tells stories about he was just sitting in the corner and he was just, you know, shy and, you know, at, at a party that Jamie Foxx had, but think about it. In order to get to one of those parties that Jamie Foxx had, how did he position himself to even get an invite to that
1: party? Yeah, Absolutely. You know what I mean? You're right. And, yeah, you're right. And
0: just because Biggie existed, yeah, okay, Biggie died, but that doesn't mean that Biggie and Jay-Z couldn't exist in the same space. You
2: That's know, right. it, yeah.
0: it doesn't. Just like Foxy Brown and Trina, Trina Foxy Brown and, uh, and, and okay. Lil' Kim. Yeah. They came on the scene together. Yeah. But it was about the opportunities that Lil' Kim decided to take that launched her a little bit further and faster than Foxy. But Foxy was just as a, an able opponent as mm. Uh, as what's her name was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now
1: nah, you you convinced me. You convinced me. Maybe you need to go to law school, man. That, your, that was one of the things. <laughs> I was little, bro. You know
0: what I'm saying? I, was like, I I I went past that. I was gonna
1: be. I like there. I like I liked your argument there. I like <laughs> I like the <your> argument <laughs> the way you presented that. So I'm gonna stop saying um, um. I gotta find a word to replace luck. It's have you good. read that Have you read Outlines? I have. Long time uh, ago. Yeah, I'm rereading it again. Um, I I used to have that. I used to uh. That was one of the books that I, I i um was required reading when i was teaching at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. um but he talks about how like uh for for those that don't know just like how how these things i think is a location where you're born when you were born who your parents are how much work you put in and he basically like yeah you only can control the work everything else is like just a roll of a dice uh, for the lack of a better word, luck. <laughs> like yeah, you don't, yeah. control, <laughs> you don't control who your parents are. You don't control when you are born. You don't control where you were born. You don't control your sex, right? So, right. all those things influences where we get to, and life. But I gotta find a better, better phraseology or word than than luck. I, I like, I like effort. the way you spent it. Effort,
2: effort. yeah.
0: Because I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can't control any of those things. But what you can control is how much effort you put into, you, put in, yeah. you know, reaching your goal. Yeah, uh, and and they say a goal uh, or uh, a dream with actionable steps turns into a goal.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, yeah.
0: So you gotta if you you no one is going to see your vision as as well as you can. Yeah. Until you bring it to life,
1: and no one's going to work on your vision. That should Nobody's be said. Nobody's going to work on, on your, your vision. On your as vision, hard vision. As you will. And I think you know. Um, I don't know who needs to hear that. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> true. This yeah. is true. Like nobody's gonna work on your vision harder whoever
2: than whoever is
0: listening out there, if you yeah. got a vision, bring that joint to life because only you can see it in full technicolor.
2: You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah.
0: In full, full K uh H D, you know, yeah. Yeah. you know,
1: whatever, whatever's the next thing, right? Next thing, you, know, yeah.
0: you have to bring it to life. And if you don't, there's gonna be somebody that's far less talented that's going to hop on the opportunity before you do
1: exactly and then you're
0: going to bring it to life and then you're going to be mad and
1: you know what this is something that that I, I it took me a long time to um to realize and accept too like don't reinvent the wheel <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah essentially Are
1: you laughing but you know, you know how long it took me to, to accept that <laughs> like yo this has already been done it's already been done <laughs>
0: already been done. It was like do a little research first and then figure out oh man it's been done. It's been done. I always
1: knew that but it took me a long time to be like you know what why am I trying to do this thing from scratch like it's already been done like I just have to build on what everybody has already done it and and put my spin on it or make it better if I can. Um but definitely put your spin on it. I'm not saying take you know steal from somebody like
0: well, put it put it into 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 our our day and age, right? Make yeah. it relevant for this era. When we were little, we wrote our notes in class on pen and paper, or using pen and paper.
1: Mm-hmm. I still got, I'm still still writing notes now on pen still, and paper. Me too. It's me
0: so too. My son mm-hmm. refuses to use a pen and paper. Like, we have to tell him, bro, you're doing math. Take out a piece of scratch paper. Like, write it out so you can see it, right? Mm-hmm. But technically, they don't even go over handwriting anymore in school yeah they don't
1: they don't do a uh, cursive writing cursive or nothing any yeah. of that none of that no
2: more yeah
0: because they're still using pen and paper but they're using pen and pad now the pad is electronic it relates to it on there they didn't reinvent the wheel they just got up with the times
1: yeah yeah they don't even use cursive anymore like signatures and all that it's all out yeah. there
0: it's no need they just they could type it yeah
1: yeah and everything is electronic now you could do Electronic si- signature—that's part of my a major part of my business. I don't really. <laughs> bring Me too.
0: I don't. I don't sign unless I'm buying a house or something. You know what no, I mean? Or you gotta be there. And, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I that's think cool. I, that's interesting because um, like now I'm using this thing called um, um, um Spike. Mm-hmm. Spike. It's an app, but it's a it's a uh, it's an email app. Yeah. And, um, it has like a note section too but it has, like, a, so you email, like, you texting. That's what the app allows you to do. Mm, and that's good. what I, so I switched over to that, and, like, I'm like, yo, know, like, this is so much better than <laughs> traditional email box. It's, it's still a little buggy, because it's still a new company, but I don't foresee any costs It's, like, $10 a month, something like that. It. Well, it's free if you have just a regular Gmail, but if you got a business email, it costs money, so I got a business mm-hmm. email on it. But, um, yeah, man. I'm like, like they on the so side. I don't know. I hope I hope they stay around. I hope they, you know. Well, you know. you
0: know, companies usually, when you get that feeling, they typically do. I mean, I started using Quip when they had first come out, right? Yeah. He
1: was Quip. yeah. And yeah.
0: I love Quip now. I mean, people use it for all kinds of stuff. But I use it. I, everything, every thought process that comes to mind Yeah, my way to just write it down and get it off my chest, you know, get yeah. it out on paper because... It, i'm gonna forget about it or i'm gonna forget yeah. an aspect of what i was thinking about because there's so many thoughts running at one time but yeah. i was just scrolling through and i can tell you know what month i wrote this in and what year it <laughs> was like oh man yeah i remember that oh man i remember that you know and i'm putting my recipes down and you know things like that It it is follow the company man and follow yeah. through their glitches i'm sure it will get better over time you know
1: no i'm definitely sticking with so for my note taking thing so i'm using spike now but i was using um evernote i still use evernote yeah i use evernote basically daily yeah Quick. so i'm just giving it putting writing this stuff down so this could be in the show notes um but all right man i had you for a minute man i know we got both got stuff to do yeah man i got and, orders and, out and, the wazoo and, to do yeah it's, and so give the listener um however you want to end this is it is it? could be tips that you sh- that they they should uh three to five three to five tips that all entrepreneurship know that people don't really talk about books that they should read. If you want a combination of books, lessons. I guess that's a tip too, right? Mm-hmm. No, nah, lessons are different than tips. I think.
0: Yeah, lessons are different. than different tips. Than
1: yeah. tip. um, however, you want are. to end it, man. Okay. This is this is. I want you to end it however you want to end. It.
0: Hmm. Let's see. Uh. So a uh, uh, a tip of advice I will say, or a thing of advice is definitely um, stay up with the times that is the that's the, truest, cool yeah. that's the, the truest indicator of uh, where things are going within this world and with business and everything just stay up with the times. Uh-huh. So if your whole thought process is uh, you know formed around figuring how to mold your business into something that's relevant, do that and so when people say stay relevant that's what they mean Say
1: stay, stay relevant. relevant okay
0: um what else uh you are enough
1: you are enough that's a that's a powerful one right there
0: you are enough yeah uh, you again you, your vision is your vision and the thought process came into your head you and if you can dream it you can you can literally do it you just have to take the um, you know the steps to do it with Mm -hmm. that being said another thing is if you don't know something learn it you don't have to be an expert but you got to know enough to move on to the next step don't Mm -hmm. get bogged down with just that one thing just keep learning keep learning keep learning um and know your superpower
1: know your superpower so yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a clarifying question, but go ahead. So you no, might go ahead. I'm
0: gonna see that, that's it. All I got.
1: Now I was about to ask, I was like, you might. So out of all of these, I need you to know how do people figure out their superpower? And you can end it on that.
0: Okay. Um. Is what you good good at? What you passionate about? Mm-hmm. Passions change, so it's it's not something that has to, you've always been passionate about. I I know, in a pinch, if somebody need me to bake a cake. I bake cake. Mm-hmm. I bake the best damn cake you ever had. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's my superpower. I'm mm-hmm. good at manipulating flour, butter, and sugar. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm also good in. I'm good in a pinch. You know, I know that when the the grits hits the fan, uh, you know, I'm I'm calm, cool, and collected. Like I I can take the team to the win if okay you need to you know, but. Um I, I try to work over time as opposed to in constrained things, but again, on a team, I don't need to be the front man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm you know, I always say I'm like a duck. Calm, cool, and collected on the top, paddling like hell below. No gotcha. You know, and that yeah. that's me. That that is so your superpower is whatever you feel the most comfortable doing quickly.
1: Gotcha so whatever you feel the most comfortable doing quickly yeah All right. write that down all right man so this has been very very good man um hope you come back to the show so give them where they can find you at your business you i don't know if you want to follow me personally but whatever whatever you want to give people to contact you or your business at.
0: i got you well so uh the business is maison beltron that's uh m-a-i-s-o-n Bertrand B E R T R A N D Foods. Uh, that's that's you can find us on Instagram, photo, photo uh, Facebook, um, Maison Bertrand Foods. Right. Uh, if you want to follow me as a chef, it's uh, just Bert Dumas. B E R T D U uh, M A S. Yeah, man, I, we taking over
1: taking over that i like that Be <laughs> taking over don't be humble about oh. to... <laughs> but joe you know, thanks for doing this man i love you brother love you, and dude, you know man, we you. we got some stuff coming up that you got other people know but we'll we get to that on a another episode, on the episode um, I'm and the listeners as always if you like this podcast please like rate review and share um and if you feel it in your heart become a a donor to the podcast or, or or become a supporter of the podcast and until we'll the next take, time we'll take money yes we'll you take definitely it. take money you know <laughs> at, at everything <laughs> because this thing costs money um I I'm, although i'm not doing it for the check yet it does cost money to to do um and until the next time peace, peace peace